the liquor room. See, there's a whole lot of thoughts when I step up in the stew and approach this mic. It really sounds different when you're lying. Yes, people, Football from the Bleachers is on Twitter. Follow us at FFTB3 underscore and get all the interactions that we have online and all the latest news from all the leagues around the world. Also, send us your questions and we're happy to get back to you. Yes, people, back Football from the Bleachers. It's cooking up, man. We're down to the final furlong. It's cooking. Some people are not cooking. But it is what it is, man. You got Starboys not getting that Starboy cut, but hey, I ain't judging, man. Apparently, he's been there before. He's mad experience. He's gonna bounce back. So I, I want to hear from our guest first. Do you believe that's true? He'll bounce back, Starboy Saka. Ryan, welcome. Yo, firstly, thanks for having me on, man. Um, definitely, I think people forget Saka's age, man. I know, like he fluffed the penalty on the weekend, and yeah, it is what it is, but. He's shown consistently the mentality that he he can bounce back. He will. He's carried us for pretty much two seasons. I ain't got a doubt in my mind that he will bounce back. It's just a shame that it was him that had to be the one that's probably cost us the title now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some people said he had blurry vision stepping up to that penalty spot, thinking it was you know uh, Euros again. But hey, <laughs> well, I mean, he, the Euros was his first professional penalty. So, yeah, I mean, salute to him for stepping up then when other men said no and refused but he's scored he scored every other penalty since then that he's taken so I mean yeah I mean that's a big yeah. response I'm not gonna lie you can't take that away from him he has been yeah pulling off some some worldies um Sean yeah. what bro back again yeah man that's it yeah. that's what you're giving us today yeah that's what my team gave me I have no energy hey. Hey. that's what I was waiting for sure and sweet can, can you um, elaborate? What do you mean that's what your team get? As in, like, it was mid? Was it, like, bit of, eh, unimpressive? Or was it 20 minutes of impressiveness and then the rest was meaty? What, what are you saying? No, it was just uh, 20 minutes of quality and then it was just an uh, autopilot for the rest of the game. So they gave no energy the rest of the game. I have no energy today. These men are going to drain me, brother. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm gonna drain. I can't do seven more games of this, so the season just is not open end. Damn. I mean, you're obviously not speaking for the masses because I've spoke to a few Arsenal fans over the last couple of days, and there's mixed feelings, man. But I feel like maybe the TL is a bit misleading. Some are like, "Oh, that will be the nail in the coffin," but then you have the other half that are like, "Nah, we still got to go to the Etihad and still got to play this, and City still got to play that." So like. What side of the fence are you on, Ryan? That side of it's still more games to play. We're still three uh, points ahead. I mean, I've been kind of sceptical the whole season. Um, you know, I haven't been on this one that's going, yeah, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. I've just kind of been enjoying the ride, but still saying there's big games to come. Uh, it's typical Arsenal that, you know, in recent years, we ain't we haven't got over the line, really. Last mm. season's perfect example of that. But I've kept myself on the fence and I kept saying after the Liverpool game and the City game then I'll kind of voice my opinion a bit more confidently and although mathematically it's, it's 
still in our hands and it's still possible. For me, it's done. City are gonna City are gonna whitewash the league. I think. I think. I think we fucked it pretty much. <laughs> uh, Shaq, your your opinion as a neutral, my brother. Sorry, I was on mute, bro. Everything was fucked. Mic difficulties. Yeah, look, technical is. Yeah, you say my opinion on what? Um, you know, Arsenal's um performance, and you know, are is the TL right? Are they are they slowly slowly walking away from the title? But one thing is, you you can't believe the TL because the TL is out for blood. That's the first thing. So. If you believe in what the TL was saying, they're just going to say they're bottling it. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, saying? these are Arsenal fans I was referring to. Sorry, these are Arsenal oh. fans. Oh. Some, some are on the fence of, mm. we're still in it. Others are on the fence of, I think we fucked it. To be honest, from what I'm seeing, most of them think they fucked it. Mm. Most of them think. A lot of them, they don't want to believe in the first place. So it's like, the first sign of wavering, everyone's just saying, no, nah, fuck it. We ain't got it. Do you know mm. what I'm saying? Low-key, it's a bit of chickenism. I don't even know if that's a word. But, you know, this is, you got to roll with the punches, man. you got to still believe, do you know what I'm saying? But, yeah. man, are tapping out seven games to go. I, 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 where they do that at, I, I don't know, bro. So, man, it's still in your hands, to be honest. Do you know what I'm saying? It's still in their hands. like, And they're still a good enough team to... I don't think, I was saying off-air, like, I don't think they're going to win every game, but you can more than... You know what I'm saying? Hold your own. Mm. But you need to sort it out quick because obviously there's less games to go. The margin for error is slim. You know what I'm saying? You've had your two fuck-ups. you got to now pursue. You know what I'm saying? Is it a mental thing though, um, Ryan, in terms of two, two nil leads squandered or, you know, advantage leads squandered? Is that is that a mental thing? I think... I mean, the gaffer and all, a lot of them are saying, oh, you know, the pressure's not on us. We're not feeling the pressure. But I think it's, I don't know what it is. I think it's just inexperience. Like, they're the second youngest team in the league. They've never been in this position before. To me, the first 15 minutes against West Ham and the first half against Liverpool, I didn't think we looked nervous. But mm. it's like we blitz them off the park, go to them up, and then they just think, oh, this is easy. And then, like, you have to, to win the league. You got to be ruthless. You yeah. got to be on your game ninety minutes. Like, don't you can't think it's no game's easy game in the Premier League. And I think we've just been punished two games in a row for thinking it's in the bag. It's that someone was saying earlier: two 0 is the worst scoreline in a football match because the other team gets one back and that's it. Momentum shifts, crowd gets behind them, and the whole game like swings the other way. And it's happened to us two weeks in a row now. So 100%. I just think. I think, like, if if we go to City and beat them or get a draw, then obviously the whole mood changes again and people mm. will probably be saying, it's back in Arsenal's hand now. But if we go to City with the mentality that we've shown in the last two games, it's going to be peak, right? It's going to be, like, 7-0. I can't see anything. And, like, we're in a title race. It's in our hands. Like, I'm, the second half against Liverpool and for 80 minutes against West Ham, I didn't see no desire I didn't see like the urge that I didn't see one player pick the game by the scruff of the neck and go do you know what like I'm going to be the one that mm. wins us this title it was kind of like everyone was kind of like shit like we're up against it what do we do what do we do and like I don't know it just seemed like they all just lost the plot yeah 
I'm a, I'm a fan of tough tackles, man. I like a little bit of old school. And I felt like David Moyes stamped his uh, authority early, even though they went behind. Yeah, I think definitely. he made it that kind of game. Scruffy. It gave me like, you know, flashbacks of Everton, Pienaar, Cahill, yeah. Fellaini yeah. days. That's what it was given. Yeah, for sure. And Liverpool did it the week before. Mm. You know, I think we're showing that when they're... T- I mean, all throughout the whole season, we have shown any time a question is asked, we've answered it. But the last few weeks, and to be fair, there's been games where we've got lucky. I remember Leeds early on in the season away. We yeah. were lucky to win that game. They played us off the pitch. But when teams are physical with us, not most of our team don't like it. There's only You've a couple that yeah, like Gabriel and Xhaka will like will <laughs> give a bit back and get stuck in, but everyone else, like they go missing. Damn. I thought you would have gone. Ramsdale's out. Well. Shout out, sorry, shout, shout out Ramsdale. Ramsdale's been doing bits. To be fair, the last couple of weeks they've us. I mean, we've got two points out of the last two games. It could easily have been no points in the last two games if we weren't mm. so. Chat. What was he gonna say, Broski? Nah, I was saying I thought the four you lot would have grown out of that a little bit. Yeah, but. I mean, so did I. I mean, it's just frustrating because, like, in the back of my mind this season, I've been thinking, you know, it's, it will be typical Arsenal to fuck this up. And every like, a few of my pals that are Arsenal fans are going, nah, this is a different team. Look at the way we're playing, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you're praying that they prove you in and go, this is a season where they don't fuck it up and they <laughs> fucked it up again. Like, so, well, Mathematically, they haven't, but in my eyes, I just think City could easily win every game for the rest of the season. Like, they just don't have a monster. Bro, I swear, Arsenal fans have lost hope, bro. Like, (laughs) you lot just sound dejected now, bro. This is crazy. Super team, man. I thought it was. Who draws? You would have thought they lost, bro. You would have thought they held a 7 0. Yeah, but I ain't seen nothing in the league since like 2004, bro. Nah, I hear it, though. I hear it, but it's still in your hands, bro. We ain't challenged since so hold, 2008. So this is what I'm saying. So what? Sean and Sean and Ryan, you don't think you can go Etihad and get something now? I think we can. I think we've got the quality to. But do I? If I was a betting man and I was betting tomorrow on the game, I'm back in City. I think City will do us. I don't think. I think the game will be a two-one or a three-one to City. Mm. Boy. It'll be listen, like, listen. I, I will be there. I will be there. <laughs> <laughs> you understand? So it's gonna it's gonna be tasty. It's gonna be tasty. That's all I can say. So you're a, you're a United fan, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately. So what? what well, what's your I don't know. On? So obviously, Arsenal United got a rivalry that goes back way back. Oh, you're talking like that? Uh, yeah, I've already like, made it clear. I'm, I'm an Arsenal fan at the moment. So, well, no, okay. I'm not Arsenal fan, but. I want Arsenal yeah. to win. Yeah. Okay, fair. Cool. I'm all about the history and the record books. And, you know, yeah, like, yeah. if Arsenal <laughs> win this, they ain't going to be in the record books. It's going to be cool. But you look down, you're going to see City potentially do the treble, potentially do three in a row. Yeah, I'm all right. The thing is, as, as was, like, I mentioned the TL, seeing a lot of United fans, uh, yeah, because obviously no one knows any City fans. It's an Arsenal thing, fan thing. So, they're saying, yeah, they could, they can't handle it. Arsenal fans happy, rare, rare, rare. My bro, listen. After two months, it will die down, bro. It will die down, and it will just. And as I already said, it's an asterisk against this one anyway. Had the World Cup mid-season, bro. 
That don't count as a proper season. <laughs> it don't count. It's the same thing as Liverpool's COVID thing. Asterix, bro. There's a break in the season. It's unprecedented. We ain't seen it before. So I don't like in the bigger scheme of things, they don't really matter that. The Arsenal get this little one here and then we move on, bro. I'm not I don't I don't need City to equal nothing that Fergie done. I don't need that Pep and Fergie conversation. I don't need to hear it, bro. I don't need to hear it. Boy, I mean I would say I'm the opposite personally, can you know? A lot a lot of um Arsenal fans, not people that are on TL, just people that Bro. have spoken a good game. And, you know, now that they've had this, you know, revolutionised um, turnover since, you know, the documentary, they feel so, like they know football. So, Brother, so <laughs> if City do the treble, are you cool with that, bro? Bro, it is what it is. We, what do you we, mean we, it is we, what it is? No, no, we, we, that, bro. We've been in City shadow is. for a while, bro. Ski, so I don't, bro. <laughs> it don't matter if it's one more, bro. We've been in Liverpool shadow for a while, like it don't matter if bro, it's one no, more. no, 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 no. Answer the question. I, I don't know. About, I don't. I don't know about you. I'm a United fan, yeah. And I there's a bit of pride in knowing that, yeah, man done the treble. That everyone, obviously, man can have rivalries, but we'll recognize real. Most fans respect that. It's never been done. Do you understand? Yeah. So are you cool? Are you cool with another team doing that? And that team be a Man City, bro? No, I'm not cool with them doing a treble. I don't believe they'll do a treble. That's that's why. Why? Bro, what? They're 3-0 up. I'm not talking about Champions League. I'm talking about there's other factors. FA Cup. Yeah, what? They got got Sheffield United. And then they got what? Either Brighton or us. Yeah, again. Their favourites. It's not guaranteed they'll win that. So... For me, they still gotta go and take on like stronger, like a strong Real Madrid so, to get through. So, so, so quick, so quickly. You don't think them being three 0 up against Bayern in the quarters? No, I'm not talking about they, Bayern. I'm talking about they no, still gotta play two no, more let games. Let me, let me cook. Let me cook, brother. Ooh, let me cook. Ooh, ooh, Man's ooh, in the ooh. kitchen. Yeah, Why, he's, huh? he's getting, he's getting spicy, isn't it? You feel it? Yeah, spicy. <laughs> Listen, yeah, cool. They're three 0 up against Bayern. Yeah, potentially facing a Frank Lampard's Chelsea, and. This Real, Madrid, this Real Madrid team that's tanking in the league, but obviously it's heritage. We know what it is. Yeah. Of course. And then obviously they're either playing the other side <clears throat> in the final, yeah? Mm-hmm. They're probably favourites in that competition, bro. One of the favourites, yes. Well, oh, okay. <laughs> and then the, you, you see what he's doing, yeah? And then the FA Cup. Bro, are we going to ignore the fact no. that Real Madrid are not? Are not doing things I in said, tournament football, bro. I said, I said, heritage. I already acknowledge that it's yeah. heritage. But what I'm saying is, are they not favourites? City are, they are not looking, sole favourites. Are we? Are we? Are they not looking the best team in the Champions League at the moment? One of yes. So what I'm saying is, are you saying that there's not a better chance for them to win those than the league? Potentially. They're like they're what four, four? Was it four points by hand or five? Uh, in the league. Four. Three or four, three or four. Oh, well, Arsenal, Arsenal fans don't know. They're going quiet now. It's too, it's too close. I was enjoying the argument. Sir. Mm, yeah. So it's four. They're four points per hand, bro. So I'm saying, hand, bro, bro, they can, they can do the other stuff. The league, nah. Arsenal need to win that. But then it comes down to a point where prioritizing, isn't it? Where Pep does Pep things. They got like 52 first world class players, bro. They're good. I hear it. 
but you know Pep, you know Pep and his bozos. No, no, listen, I know Pepito. We, we've had a long history. I know him. <laughs> so, he knows me. That's he what I'm saying. Like, there's know, a possibility. Yes, he could win all three, but there's possibility he could tank one. I don't know which one. No, nah, I hear you, but yeah, but like I hear the City stuff for United and the Arsenal fan stuff, and I hear it. But bro, like they're gonna win it one day. They're gonna win it again one day, bro. I'd rather them win it now. Because what, okay, what, if they win it next season and we're first and second, is it going to hurt even more, bro? We're not in the title race. <clears throat> Man don't care about this season. Mm. But next season now, if it's us and Arsenal now and they win, that's going to hurt even more, bro. Let them win it now. Bro, they might get overconfident. Da, 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 da. They, they, bro, they, they're, not, they're, not, they're not made for that back-to-back team. Do you know what I'm saying? They're not going to, they're not going to do the back-to-back thing. <laughs> but so this we is need the thing to, where people so next season about... we can do our thing. Bro, I tell you, I tell you now quickly, it's gonna hurt way more when it's us and Arsenal at the top, one and two, and they win, bro. We're third. We don't give a fuck. We might not even come third. We don't know. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying, bro? It's gonna hurt way more, bro. Let them do this Arsenal City team. Let them win it, and the next season, let's see what they're made of. You have the other other factors of um, the maths. You have the other factors of they might not even recover if they don't win it this year. This is another factor. Yeah, that that's true. That's true. But hey, I'm not dismissing. But that's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. If they don't do it, that means City has done it three times, bruv. Yeah, I'm not trying to hear that. I ain't trying to hear that. I ain't trying to hear that. Hey, Arsenal. Hey, Arsenal lads. Am I making sense, bro? Am I making a bit of sense? Obviously, don't 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 respond to the shade. That's just for the United fans. You know what I'm saying? But am I making a little bit of sense? Why I'm on you man's side? Yeah, you're making sense. But you definitely ain't going to be in a title race next year. In my uh, see, see, ooh, you know what? You know what? You know what? I think Chelsea I would respond, but you're lucky. I got, I, I got to go. <laughs> I got to go. You said it right at my time. I got to go. Seven o'clock? Yeah, I got to go. But that was spicy. That was spicy. <laughs> I would love to respond. Hey, Jigs, you better hold it up. You better hold it up. Safe. Right, in a bit, lads. Have a good one. Safe. Safe. Let's get back to the gameplay, lads. I mean, there was question marks around Tierney. Um, Ryan, did you have any issues around Tierney's game or he had a solid one for you? Uh, I think it was up and down. I mean, the geese has not been on... He's ain't been used for the whole season, pretty mm. much. He's been bent. Like, it's hard to chuck him in. And, like, he's had no minutes. It's not even like he's been coming on for, you know, a half or 30 minutes here and there. It's like, he plays a game... Then he has six games on a bench and then you throw him in, in a West Ham game where we're coming off the back of a two two draw at Anfield where we threw it away. Mm. And you're expecting him to be on it. So, yeah, he made mistakes. I think defensively, he's much better than uh, Zinchenko. But I think the way we want to play with like that inverted fullback and maintaining a ball, he ain't that guy, bro. Like, you can see that they've been working on it in, on training and stuff. Like, yep. But he ain't he ain't Zinchenko in that role, so I think if you play if you play Tierney, you got we got to play a slightly different system where you know he's the overlapping, running down the wing, crossing balls, and that's what he was good at last season. Yeah. If you if you want to hold the ball, then Zinchenko's a guy, and if Zinchenko's not available, then you have to kind of come up with a plan B. Does that mean he goes in the summer and someone else comes in? Is that what we say? I I well, I think having a plan B is not a bad idea. You know when. We've been found out the last couple of games where it ain't been working and we haven't done we haven't been able to do anything else to break the team down. So I personally want Tini to stay because I do think he had, he had something a little bit extra. 
Um, gonna throw something wild out there. Tavares, Nuno Tavares. Oh God! No, Can he no, do the no. inverted job as a number two better than Tierney if he just adapts his defensive game? Nah, I don't think so. <laughs> I think, I think Tierney. I mean, there's there's was a couple games in Europa where he looked all right in doing that inverted thing, mm. and. I think the more he does it in training, the more the more game time he gets, the better he's going to get it. But he's so much better than Tavares and Zinchenko one on one defending defensively in light. You know, if Tierney was playing arguably if Tierney was against Trent in that second half, he don't get megged, then we hang on to a two one win. Mm. Fair shout, fair shout. Sean, your your thoughts on you know your your opening twenty minutes? We didn't really talk about that much. You know, was you happy with the patterns of play? Yeah, I thought they came out. As they do basically every game, came out the blocks fast. They were moving the ball well, patient around the box. Um, the first goal was really good. Obviously, West Ham didn't help themselves, but yeah, the first twenty minutes were solid. And then, as I said, they seemed to go into autopilot, and um, the mistakes started to creep in. And it, and it was what it was, wasn't it? You're very, very nonchalant today, my guy. But I have, they, you, bro, these flat. men have stressed, brother. These men have stressed me, bro. Okay, I told you, these men have stressed me out. <laughs> but I love the overload, though, for the I think it was the second goal, um, where it was that patient build up at the edge of the box, wide. It, I'm not gonna say it gave me Pep vibes because Arteta's got his own identity. I don't really see, I see Pep stuff there, but I, I feel like Similar, Arteta's, yeah. Arteta's bringing his own brand because, um. There's certain tweaks I've seen with his, um, especially his midfielders, where they're not always nice and high. They make like late runs, whereas Pep loves to have like certain people wide and high. Even KDB does his own free roaming stuff. Like I don't really see that a lot of Arteta's players. Like obviously Xhaka, could he had a bigger influence on the game on Sunday, gents? Yeah, I think so. I think I think him and Party really were quite poor. I think oh, forgetting the first twenty minutes, but. When the pressure got going, yeah. I think both of them got overrun. And we lost that midfield battle. You know, it was pretty much hang like balls back to the wall for a good portion of that second half. And then I think we once we got the ball control of the ball again, we kinda had a, a lot of the ball but weren't really doing much of it. Mm. Prime handball, uh, for the leading up to the penalty for West Ham's first one. Is that handball? I don't think I don't think so. No, I don't I don't, I think, I don't think I don't so. Think. I saw a still that made it seem like it was a handball because of the way even, he hit his chest, but like also like the bottom of his arm. Even if it was handball, I thought no type of way because they were doing foolishness with the ball anyway. So <laughs> saying punishment for the stupidity. Yeah, just 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 the the laziness, the sloppiness of it all. They deserved what they got. Yeah. They were doing flicks in stupid parts of the pitch and just sloppy passes, man. So I mean, I mean if, if if that was our player and the ref gave handball, I'd be pissed off. So you know, I can't really be pissed off that it was not given for us. Why do you think Party had such a bad game? You think it's just too many games, um, <sighs> or just just being overcomfortable? Um, I don't know. Obviously, he's picked the worst time to have his worst game of the season. I don't know if he had a headache because he kept touching his head. <laughs> yeah, he misplaced every single pass. <laughs> um. I don't know. I don't know. He's he was he was poor. He was very very yeah. sloppy. Very very bad. I don't, I don't know if he's carrying a minor injury or like because there was rumours he had a muscle strain or something when he when he was away of Ghana. Um, 
I don't know if he's like not fully fit or if he's just got other things in his mind, but he's definitely not <laughs> not not the player that he's been most of the season at the moment. You know what's very interesting about um Partey, like you know, even in those kind of experienced moments, because obviously he's been playing for Atletico Madrid for years and and whatnot, he's been played in like Champions League finals. Like, why couldn't he get back into that that mold of you know what? I'm not maybe the most you know senior player, but I'm the most experienced. Why, why couldn't he just, as you talked about earlier, grab the game by the scruff of the neck? Why couldn't he do it? Why couldn't Odegaard do it? Was it something that West Ham did in the second half to stop that from happening? I don't think they did, you know. I just think I I just think they were in autopilot pilot. They let the game go and that was it. They didn't like they just couldn't get out of that second gear. The whole team couldn't get out of it. I mean, Saka missed the penalty, didn't he? You spoke about earlier. I made a couple of jokes, but um, Jordan, if if you had another penalty in another scenario, would you still give him the ball? Yeah, I ain't got no problem with taking the pens. Um, to be fair, I, I thought he had a poor game overall as well. I don't think it was just a penalty miss. I thought he was poor. I don't think he, he managed to get himself in the game at all. Um, I, but yeah, he, what, he's he scored every everyone he's taken for Arsenal at club level, so I have no problem taking the pen. I don't know what he was aiming for on Sunday, but. I haven't put him on taking the pen. Uh, there's been rumours that um, he's been suffering from potentially burnout. Not him, but they think, you know what, he's played a lot of games. He's He's been playing from the World Cup. He went on, obviously, international break. He's not really had a rest rest. Do you think he's starting to feel it a little bit, lad? Hmm. Maybe, but I just, don't, I just don't know. This is the second week in a row. I thought at Liverpool he was quiet as well, but they just don't seem, seem to be able to get him the ball. Obviously, yeah, he's doubled up thought... a lot and he's passing back, but a lot of times he's not getting the ball. A lot, I'm seeing the ball a lot on the Martin Lilly side recently. Mm. That's where the attacks are coming from. But he's just been quiet, and obviously, I'm not going to get onto him too tough. He's been great all season, but we're going to need him. Yeah, you know, seven games, as we were saying earlier when Shaq mentioned it. It's that prime time to get all your clutch players. Ryan, who do you think are your clutch players to, to potentially bring it home for you? Like, who are you going to be mainly relying on? Because I saw a little video before we started on air of um, El Nenny training with um, Saliba on the bike. So that might be yeah. close to fitness. I mean, I think, I don't think El Nenny should get a look in, to be fair. I think, like, me personally, I would put Georgina over El Nenny. But one of the players that I'm shocked hasn't got that much game time. Smith and he's been on, yeah, Smith I'm right. like, he was our top scorer last season and he's like being frozen up. I don't know if something's happened behind the scenes with him on Arteta or what's going on there but him, Reese Nelson even Eddie like they come on well Eddie I think got five minutes or four minutes him and yeah. Nelson it's like trash, what, are they, what, are they, what are they going to do man you've got to give them a bit more than that so I think I think out of all of our fringe players I mean if you could call Trossard one because he's not even getting that much game time I think Trossard and Eddie and I would throw Smith Rowe in there but them three have to get a look in. I mean, you could drop Saka, you know, and put Trossard on the right or put start Nelson on the right. You know, there's options there for sure. Do you go strong Friday? You know, you've got Southampton at home at the carpet. Do you go strong or is this an opportunity to freshen it up a bit? Because obviously you're playing bottom of the league or do you just say you're not going to take no risk? I think we have to go strong, man. I agree. I don't think it's a game you can... Especially with the point of flops, again, you have to win. Both of them are meant yeah. to back for City. 
Um, and to be fair, if you if you perform well enough, the game can be done. The game can be done before seventy minutes, so people can still get a little rest. Also, it's on a yeah. Friday. They have five days off after that, anyway. Yeah, so, I think just go strong. Like we've messed up twice now, so we have to win. We have to, we can't risk drawing or losing. We have to win. Go strong. Hopefully, we can be five four nil up half time. Then you can rest your players and mm. bring on the other guys. But you know, if we if Arteta makes eight changes and we lose or we draw, the fans are going to then be on the team even more, and the, the pressure for that City games through the roof. Then. Yeah, and yeah. you know that's that's not what we need. Especially with how we've been playing the last couple of games, and I think it leads me nicely to Arteta's in-game management, lads. I mean, I've been looking at it for the last couple of weeks. You know, I wouldn't say questionable subs, but when I look at your bench, and a few people have said it, your bench is not quality, quality, but it's good to kind of come on and do something. But when you're behind in games or looking to maybe win the game, or you're like you know keeping a lead. Can you trust your bench? Can you trust Arteta's in-game management? I mean, there's been games this season where his subs have worked. You know, like Nelson against Bournemouth mm. came on, did bits, won us the three points. But there's also been games where his, he's either done the subs too late or the subs he's brought on have been a bit like, why are you bringing him on for him? That don't make sense. Yeah. I think it's more... I think it's just maybe his inexperience is starting to show a little bit in a title running. Whereas Pep's been there, you know, he knows what he's doing, he's done it multiple leagues. Arteta, this is the first time Arteta's at the business end of the season in a title yeah. race. And maybe maybe he's just feeling it and overthinking things a bit too much. But I'm I'm happy with Arteta, you know. I'm not, it, I've seen something some people saying, oh, if Arteta, if Arsenal don't win the league, Arteta needs to go. Like I'm not backing that at all. I think start of the season no one thought we'd be here we just wanted fourth getting the Champions League and obviously if we don't win the league it's going to be disappointing but Champions League's pretty much in the bag so he's still done what we wanted him to and he's probably overachieved this season if I'm being honest but on paper there's teams I think that are like Liverpool on paper uh, United Chelsea like nah I'm not supposed to shit but <laughs> those teams like sh- should have been performing better than they have done this season and you know it shouldn't have been as easy as it has been for us to just be where we are Sean anything to add on that you know in game management I know you're a man that likes to look at tactically where things are going right or wrong um, no I pretty much agree with Ryan on that one too. he's got some he's got some wrong but he's got some right also um I'm I'm just as surprised that Smithrow hasn't played any kind of part in these games since yeah. he's come back. I mean, I know Reese Nelson scored against Bournemouth, but you know, Smithrow was excellent last season until he had that that muscular issue. So I'm a bit surprised Smithrow hasn't played any part at all. But yeah, yeah. Why do you think that is? I I don't know. I I really don't know. Obviously, maybe maybe he doesn't feel like he's he's had enough game time because what he's he didn't play too much when he's come back. He's had that half against Bournemouth. Um, I don't. I don't think he's even played more than twenty minutes apart from that game. So maybe he just feels like he can't throw him in. I don't. I don't really know. Um, it's a weird one. It's it's a very very yeah. very strange one. But um, yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna get on Arteta too much. As I said, he's got some wrong, but he's he's also got some right at times. So we just gotta go with him. Obviously, what he's obviously he's seeing something. 
Um, so I'm just going to have to keep the faith in it. And with that being said, Ryan, where do you sit? The running. Arsenal going to do it or City going to do it? Oh, man. My heart is saying, yeah, we're going to do it by the skin of our teeth. But my head is saying, no, we're going to fall short just maybe by a point or two. Spurs, um, you did talk about the running earlier, like, you know, you're having a potentially difficult running. It's certainly yeah. one appeals to come up still. You know, you've got City away, Newcastle away. Um, yeah. And I, I think, think you have like, Chelsea, good... Chelsea at home. Yeah, people are making mm. jokes about that one. I think Chelsea at home is going to be tough for us. I know they're not great at the moment and they're getting smoked left, right and centre, but I think for some reason it's a London derby, you know, Mudrick's probably going to want to mm. show why we should have paid the money and it won't surprise me if he bangs a hat-trick or something, but I think Chelsea at home is not going to be easy. We should win it and I think we will win it, but I don't think it's going to be like 3-0 Arsenal. I think it will be a close 1-0, maybe 2-1. Um, it will be a tough, tough game. Newcastle away, dreading that one. That's tough. You know, we all remember what happened last season in the, in the blue top four. Got absolutely outplayed and smashed up there. That's going to be a tough game. City away is tough. Last game of the season, Wolves at home. You know, Wolves ain't great, but we always seem to make a lot hard work when we play them as well. So, yeah, our, our running is not, not easy by any stretch of the moment. And SB, you know what I'm going to say. Your thoughts, my friend. Uh, I'm trying to judge them off this season. I'm trying not to think about them as a team that's bottled it many a times. I'm trying to judge them off what they're showing me this season. Yeah. But not much has really changed. I mean, we still have to go City and basically get a result, whether that's a draw or a win. It's not, we can't really afford to lose. Not, not much has changed in that, that perspective. But um, I'm just going to keep the faith. Of it. I'm going to say we're going to do it because I'm going to try to be positive. But... My head does say going to City. I don't know the last time we've even got a result there, so it'll be tough. But they still got tough games as well. Do you know I mean they still got to go to Brighton, which is not an easy game. They still got Brentford away, so mm-hmm. the the one is not it's not as hard as ours, but they still got some tricky fixes in there. But I'm trying to keep the faith on. But that that Norwegian up top scares me. Man. I mean, yeah, especially if Saliba is <laughs> not playing. Yeah, it's with Harlan, that. Harlan versus Holden is going to be peak. <laughs> Give him some credit. I mean, he's he's he stepped in and you know he's had a couple of decent performances. Obviously, he's made mistakes as well. Yeah, no credit. Yeah, no, nah, give him no, some no, credit. No. But... I'll give him some, but I just think you know, knowing what he's like, I think he'll get sent off or something against Harland. He'll just... he he likes that battle. To be fair to me, he's not shy against Stuckland, but he's not. He don't use his brain either. Sometimes <laughs> you know, he'll go on a yellow and he'll still be tired and do something stupid and get sent off. But I think Saliba. I'll be a lot more confident if Saliba's playing against City, for sure. Damn. All right. <laughs> um, there's been conversation before, um, you know, the weekend and more now. A lot of people talking about what deems a successful season. So, gents, winning the Premier League only, can we agree that is a good successful season? But in comparison, would you say, hypothetically, you don't win the league, Arsenal, you finish second, you finish with nothing, effectively, but a Champions League spot. 
but you know someone wins a couple of domestic cups and they finish top four would you still say you've had a great season as an Arsenal fan I would I would say yes I would say we still had a great season I mean yeah I would say we still had a great season to push Man City to the level we pushed them I would still say we've had a great season maybe not as good as winning a trophy when you look back on it mm. you come further when a trophy might feel better than just coming second and ended up with nothing but I mean, we was fifth last year, so to go to him from fifth to second and pushing the best team in the world like this, it's still, it's still a big achievement. Your thoughts, Ryan? Yeah, I tend to agree. I mean, if we don't win the league, it's going to be disappointing, like, regardless of what happens. But I haven't been in, I haven't seen Arsenal in a tower race for so long. It's this and um, obviously we've seen us win the FA Cup quite a few times recently. I would take the title race over winning the FA Cup, and I don't really care about the League Cup to be honest. So I think we, I think if we don't win the league, we've had a good season. We've overachieved because we expected to get top four. We finished second. You know, we've beaten our expectations because we probably were aiming to finish fourth or third. Mm. Um, but if we don't win the league from the position that we have been in and the way we've thrown away the six, uh, the four points in the last two games, it's definitely disappointing if we don't win it. Because we, if we don't win it, we're only going to have ourselves to blame. It's not, it's not like, it was in our, it's been on our hands the whole time. It's not like, you know, City did something crazy. City yeah. have been playing well, but we've still been nine points clear of them at times. And now, We've thrown it away, so it definitely will be disappointing. But on the whole, you know, once the dust has settled and the pain's gone away, and we look back, I'm sure most Arsenal fans will just be gassed that we're back in the Champions League and had like uh, had the title race and pushed them. Mm. Fair. Um, we're going to move on then because uh, you know time is of the essence. Let's talk about Manchester United going away to Not Forest. Uh, I know I've skipped other games that you might want to talk about, but yeah, let's talk about them, man. Um, Sean, routine for Manchester United. Yeah, because Forest are just absolutely terrible. I mean, don't know how many times we've covered them on the show this year. <laughs> They've disappointed ninety-five percent of the time. Um, yeah, so it was routine. It was quite easy. Forest made it easy. So I mean, <laughs> they really too much to say on that game. I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> that Forest team was flipping now. Let's talk about um, Sancho, man, because he's getting a couple more games here and there. Seen any improvement? No. <laughs> no, he's, he doesn't move me at all. He doesn't He doesn't move me. He slows the game down. Um, I don't know, man. It's, I told you, it's the balloons. <laughs> it's the balloons. <laughs> I, just, I don't know what's wrong with him. Obviously, I told you, his sister told me that he was coming back better <laughs> from that little break. I've not, I've not seen it. I've not seen it. They never believed it. But um, yeah, I, I'll just to back you up on that, bro. Just there's times where you know a confident Jaden Sancho takes that on the left and slaps it, or you know he drives at a player. But yeah, too many times he's doing the the slow down shake of the foot and then just passing it backwards. Where you know that looks like a man that's searching for confidence, and you know there's only so many times you can you know play a man. Um, and see, you know, are you going to bring up the, the goods or not? <laughs> because 
he can't be waiting all day because think about it. No Rashford. Um, we've got obviously Martinez out. We've got a lot of people out, but attacking wise, we're, we're slowly, slowly going down to our youngsters. And if we can't rely on you to do stuff, then you know, with our FA Cup game coming up, the the next um Europa game coming up, like yeah, we're, we're stuffed really. Who's going to be assisting or who's going to be scoring if it's not Rashford? Obviously, Bruno's on smoke at the moment. We'll talk about that in a minute, but we kind of need rotational players. Even if it's you know him starting or him coming off the bench to you know raise an impact, but I just feel like yeah he's not got into that groove yet. And as Shaq was saying you know a while back, you know how many times can you give a player a season to kind of get into it? We've done it with Martial. We've given Martial like twenty million seasons to yeah he's gonna come good. You know we're still living off that Thierry Henry esque finish in his one of his first couple of games. Like it's time to move on. You know, his market price will probably be going down. But do we just say cash in on Sancho, man? And just say, you know what, brother, it's been good. But yeah, we need to kind of move in a different direction. I think Ethereum will be patient with him. I think it'll give him like another season or two because he knows what quality he can bring. But yeah, how long do, do we Manchester United wait, Sean? I'd probably say until the end of next season. I would probably say. Give Obviously, give him a fuller run. No, I just think I think they've invested a lot, so I think they'll they'll probably go one more season with him. But I mean, it's not looking good, buff. <laughs> not looking good. Not looking good. He he just doesn't seem to impact the game at all, at all. And you know, with Rashford out and all the injuries you have, this is kind of a chance for him. You know, he knew he was going to be starting. We all knew he was going to be starting. Mm. He started a, a lot of the, the games recently, and he's made no impact. So the main are trying to get back to the top whether that's going to happen or not. You know, they're aiming to get back to challenge for titles and he's just kind of there. He's just kind of, he's just there. And I mean, thinking of, you know, towards the gameplay a bit more, um, what was impressing me personally was the amount of, you know, free-flowing attacks that we created. Obviously, Forrest were, were, of course, offering that, but, you know, Bruno popping up in different areas. He looked very sharp, man. I mean, Anthony having a bit of fun, even though it is, you know, one of the bottom three sides in the league. Um, but talk to me about Aaron Rambasaka, Ryan. Have you have you seen him recently? What do you think about his game? Has it improved or still the same? Uh, I ain't seen much of him, but I think um, that I, did, I haven't seen him in the last couple of games, but my brother's a United fan and he's been telling me that he's, you know, he's on his way back. He, he's been pleased with him. Um, from what I've seen, I think he's having a better season than he did last season, mm. for sure. Um, but I can't comment too much because I, I don't really watch Wan-Bissaka too tough like like that. But he's definitely looking a bit more solid defensively and get you know back to how he was when he was at Palace, where you you'd fancy him in a one v one battle. I mean, if people are not careful, like Dallow and etc., like you know, he might find himself starting regularly because even when he did the inverted thing, obviously watched I watched him the last couple of games. He's starting to understand it a bit more. Of course, his technique is still a bit off, but you can tell he's been working at his his game, and Ten Hag's been demanding much more from him. And that's a coach, coach. That's all you can ask from your coach. Can you can you tell your players where the finer details are? the movements, the touches, the plays, the the combinations. And, you know, I rarely get shook when he's in possession now. Like, you know, six months ago or whatever, I'd have been like, yo, don't give him the ball in that position or 
he seems quite comfortable, man. He's playing little one-twos with Anthony. He's starting to build up that green line. You know, that FIFA green line we talk about. Yeah. Starting to build that a bit. But of course, Dallo is still lurking in the background. But yeah. I don't know if, he's, if he's not careful, Dallo, you know, you might see Aram Basaka cementing a, a permanent place, man. Yeah. I think one thing I have seen um, when I'm seeing him on a match of the day or, you know, watching him on Sky, he seems to be enjoying his football again. 100%. I think 100%. Yeah, there was times last season where you could tell that he didn't, he just didn't feel comfortable on the pitch. Mm. Now he's definitely got his confidence back, and yeah, he's obviously learning his new system with Ten Hag. You know, I think the longer he's under Ten Hag, the better he's going to get. I think next season he he could be pushing even to get into the England squad. To be fair, mm. I mean he switched allegiances. I think he's, is he switched allegiance? Sure, he's gone Congo, no? What am I bugging? I have no idea. Or he's considering <laughs> it, one of the two. Yeah, I know he was considering. I don't know if he, he went full. But like, it's, it's um, it's looking good for AWB, and I just obviously wanted to give him a little shout out because you know he has stepped up his game. It's 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 moving me. I'm gonna drop it for Sean. You know, I'm gonna drop it for Shaq as well. It's moving me, man. Um, yeah. Bruno's deep lying playing role. Yeah, he's everywhere, bro. Like you know, Duracell bunny, but. It's not the fact that he's just kicking it like Hollywood. You know, when he was doing those NFL quarterback passes, he's he's cut that out of his game a lot. And he's now just keeping it ticking. And I just love the way he played um, on Sunday, man. He he really was the heartbeat of what Manchester United were trying to do. And I feel like Ethereum's trying to make him into that, obviously, key, key player for us, where when things are going well, it's probably through him. Of course, you've got the Casemiro's, the Ericsson's of the world, but like it's good when, you know, Dangerous crosses are being put in. It's good when, you know, threatening passes are being threaded through and he's getting off good shots. And I think his all-round game on Sunday was, was you know, a, a pleasure to watch. It, what was missing from me is, was a goal. If I'm being selfish as a as a fan, if he had got a goal, I would have said that was a complete performance because he deserved one. But, um, yeah, Sean, talk talk to me about Bruno. I know you're, obviously, you've had stuff to say about him in the past, but <laughs> what about that game? No, I'm not a hater. I'm not a hater. He's been he's been good. He's been good over the last couple of games, to be fair to him. Mm. Um yeah, I thought Sunday was one of his best performances of the season. As you said, a goal would have acted off. I think he hit the crossbar. Yeah. Did it bar? Yeah, hit bar. Had a shot. Yeah, had a couple of saves. But he was everywhere, obviously. As I said, Forrest make it easy for anybody. So but he's look, he's looked good. He's looked good. Obviously, he's coming deeper for the ball. Obviously, Ten Hag trusts him. So he's doing this thing. I'm not gonna hate on him. I'm not, he's still kind of playing like a little girl all the time, but I'm not going to hit on him. Yeah, I mean, he does have those emotional breaks. That, I'm not going to lie. He does have the emotional outbursts, but um, it was warranted, even if, if we're talking about the severe one, it was, wasn't was even a card. But, yeah, you know, he's, yeah, he's out of the second leg. Yeah, well. man, yeah, out of the second. And, yeah, obviously, we've got to play probably Fred, Casemiro, and Ericsson. It's not a problem, but it could be a problem, especially away from home where you want a bit of quality on the ball. Ericsson will probably have to give that. And then it might be Fred next to him and then Casemiro in the in the, the sixth role or the four role, whichever you want to call it. Yeah, I would have just loved Bruno to have been there because um I realized when we go away from home to like European teams, he's one of those ones that will create that chance out of nothing. That dangerous cross or that through ball and um get us that goal that we need. But you know, people have to step up. We've got injuries, as I said earlier, Shaw's out. Uh, Martinez is out for the season Varane I don't know how close he's to coming back if he's going to be out for a couple more weeks so we're running thin man so no more suspensions for us bro otherwise yeah we'll be relinquishing that 
top four spot potentially and even like you know a couple trophies which is a shame because of how hard they've worked but yeah um, Ryan talk to me about Manchester United's chances I know you're a football man Europa League FA Cup top four contention already bagged in the Carabao Cup of course like what do Manchester United have a good chance of securing and you know the rest of the season I think you're probably favourites for the Europa League to be fair mm. um, it's obviously not guaranteed but I would be surprised if you didn't win that and uh, I think you're going to get top four as well I mean there was a point where I thought you might miss out but Tottenham obviously just threw the white flag in and crumbled and they're in, they're in free fall so and Newcastle you know were, I think they were above you on goal difference, weren't they? But mm. they got they got smoked on the weekend, so now you're ahead of them. And I think, yeah, I think you'll finish third. Definitely. I think it's in the bag. So in the bag. Third's in the bag. Europa's in the bag. Yeah, yeah. Not in the bag. I think I think third is in the bag. I think Europa, you're heavy favourites for it. And I'd I don't think you'll get. You're, are you still in the FA Cup? Yeah, yeah, semi-final yeah. Brighton this weekend, Sunday. Oh yes, yeah. You know my only issue with um, I'm not sure the, the, the European um, situation is: does he pick? Do I want? I know he's probably going to challenge for all fronts, but because our squad is thinning massively, does he start to say, you know what? What games do I target? Of course, you can't pick and choose if you're in the Europe or not. Like you play the game regardless. But certain league games that are coming up, like who does he, you know, start? Does he rotate? Because for a while we was talking about this on the pod, like he didn't rotate as much, and then obviously mm-hmm. the squad started to get a bit more, you know, um, injury prone. Obviously, Varane was playing quite quite a few games. Rashford, as you've seen, is, is pulled up with like I think it's like a groin strain. Yeah. Um, Shaw got injured. I think it was in training. But that's things like that where the body starts to to start feeling beat up. Um, yeah, he probably has to start being a bit more tactical in terms of like, does he rotate one or two players out? Does he play Palestri, etc.? So yeah. it's gonna be very interesting. I think my comment about not Sorest is I feel they're done, even oh, though God. they're not in and around it, they're done, they're, they're gone. Uh, Shaq or Sean, you might have a different kind of spin on that, but. Sean, you know, you made a little side there. What do you think about Notts Forest's chance? They're gone or they're still, still around? I have absolutely no faith in Nottingham Forest. I mean, what they, they haven't won since February, the start of February. Mm. They're just all over the place. They just, they look disjointed. They just, yeah, there's, yeah, they don't, yeah. They're nasty work with. And let's be fair, no one's going to miss them. <laughs> I mean, it was a nice little story at the start of the season. It was nice when they got promoted. There was a good story. I liked the team they had. Then they went and bought the whole world. And it's not worked. They scored 24 goals, conceded 56. They, they still got tough fixtures. I think they've got Liverpool next. I think they still got Brighton and Brentford. And I know they still got Arsenal somewhere to play as well. So I don't see where they're picking up the points. Um, the manager looks high all the time. <laughs> they're just, yeah, man, they just, they don't move me, bro. They don't move me. Like, you know, yeah, at the start of the season, it was a tough place to go. It's not even that anymore. It's, everyone's going there and winning. The, the home form was going to be the key and they don't seem to be able to pick up results there anymore. So, I think they're gunners with Southampton. Damn. To keep it brief and short. Short and sweet, my guy. Not holding no punches with those ones. 
Uh, anything? Take, no, I mean anything. Take to take away from that is, sorry, not Forest. You know, enjoy the championship next season. That's all I could tell them. You know I mean, Van, do you think they're gonna stay up? Hell, Hell no. no. Okay, no. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were called Van, but yeah, I thought, yeah, yeah. Okay, at least both of you said that. They're just, they're, they're terrible, and yeah, I feel like their wage bill is gonna take a big hit because obviously, there's like a, a a wage cap and things like that that gets implemented in the EFL, isn't it? So. It'll be interesting to see like what happens with some of those players. I feel like Renan, Renan, Lodi, and those kind of players, you know, will get a better move regardless. But most of that team will end up staying. I think Morgan Gibbs White might get picked off somewhere. Um, Brendan Johnson might get picked off. You know, what's that brother at the back, Felipe? Um, he might get picked off by someone like Wolves. But he's to go back to Brazil, but ain't he like thirty-three? Yeah. But you know, oh one goodness. those two, one or two of those players will, you know, be able to nick a living. Um, no, I can't. No, one or two, one or two. I like those right. Yeah. So yeah, I think they could play mid clubs. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll give them enough shine for now. Um, Aston Villa versus Newcastle. That and that yeah, was a big game. You know game. why you're so nasty? Yeah. <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Let me cook. Let me cook. Oh, okay, go on. Right, go on. My guy, Ollie Watkins. <laughs> Chat to me, Sean. Chat to me. Because he's bagging goals like he's prime R9 right now. So uh, talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. Nah, I told uh, you. Let me talk my shit. I want to be a hater, they, but I can't they, even be They hater. didn't believe in you, bro. They didn't believe in you. But you know That's what? Cool. He's he's arrived. He's got a manager that believes in him. He's got him cooking. And that's it. What is it? 11 and 7 now? Or 12 and 7? I can't remember the, what, the, what the ratio is. But he's cooking since the World Cup. Can't take that away from the guy. Even though his conversion rate I saw is poor <laughs> in terms of <laughs> how much games to cost. <laughs> but we're not talking about the conversion rate. We're talking about the now. And it's how many games he's played since the World Cup. And it's quite high. Oh, God. It's goals. It's goals. You know where the ball is? In the back of the onion bag. That's what I'm on. I saw that I matter. And I saw that will matter. Ryan, talk to me about Yo. Aston Villa, the turnaround, man. Unai Emery yeah, been playing some good stuff. Yeah, they're doing bits to be fair at the minute. Just touching on what you were saying, I think I think he's got the same in he's got eleven goals in his last twelve games, which is the same as Haaland. So he's hitting the Haaland numbers at the moment, like he's doing bits to be fair. But I mean, what is it? I think Villa have they got five wins on the bounce? Is yeah, it? Yeah, and I think like that, yeah. yeah, and they're unbeaten in like eight since they lost to us. Like who would have thought that when Gerard was there. Like, I think Emery's come in done really well. Got them playing nice football as well. They 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 score some nice goals, man. So it's good to see. I'm happy for them. I, you know, they're a big club. They've got history. Yeah, they're doing bits. They're doing their thing. I mean, he, he made a comment saying that um, he believes his his team should be in the top six. What do you think about that, Sean? Well, they are in the top six. <laughs> Obviously, they played a game a couple of games more than Brighton, but. Um... But I mean, he yeah. says that's their rightful place. So we're talking about longevity-wise. Do you believe, believe they should be in and around that mix of the Chelsea's, the the United's, the you know, Tottenham, whatever you want to call it? I don't know, but obviously there was once upon a time there was a, a serious club. They're still a big club now, but I don't know if they've they, got history, they man. They should they should be in the top six? I mean, in the top two or top three richest club in the Prem. Yeah, that's nice. That's nice, but um, <laughs> <laughs> right, no, I, I think right now they're in that category of like the obviously not this season, but where Leicester and West Ham was, and where Brighton are now and Brentford are now, kind of just pushing the top teams. I don't think they'll be pushing for a top four place in the next couple of seasons, but around that 
conference, maybe just pushing the Europa League spots. And, and that's all you want to say about that, yeah? Yeah, that, I think I think that's where they, that's what I think that's where they, that, that's where they be. That's where like Martin and O had them in them in them a good couple of years. Them oh eight oh nine times. Oh yeah, their heritage. Yeah, like, I think yeah, yeah. I don't I don't see them being becoming title challenges or anything like that anytime soon. So, do you think he's got the right blend though? Because obviously he's smacking up that four four two at the moment. Um, he's running Ings and Watkins. Um, obviously Douglas, Louise, McGinn. Um, who's else he got? He got Jacob Ramsey playing quite well, and uh, Buendia. Do you think that's that's the way forward for for teams um, that are in around his kind of like seventh, eighth, six, four, four, two, or it just depends on personnel? Yeah. No, it d- depends on who you have. But as I said many times, with this guy, give him give him some mid, and he can cook with it. Do you know what I'm saying? He's looking. He's making Tyrone Mings look like a player. Mm. I don't think any manager could do that. So I can't hate on it. Where's it all going to run for Newcastle, Ryan, man? Because obviously they were in and around and they didn't lose too many games. They've been draw specialists this year, but like, where's it gone wrong for them? I don't know, man. Like, they looked, they were defensively a good unit, strong, like picking up results here and there. Maybe they, I don't know, maybe they just burnt out, mm. lost their form. I don't know. But. Um... I'm surprised they're still in the top four, to be honest with you. Even, you know, first half of the season when they were doing madness, I didn't, I wasn't sure they were going to maintain it. I always kind of thought, you know, that it's been a long time since Newcastle had been in this position. Yeah. Eddie Howe, you know, big club. Like, I, I just wasn't sure. So I'm surprised that they're still in the top four now. I think maybe other teams kind of found them out a little bit. And yeah, they were relying on a heavy defensive solid unit. And, you know, a couple lapses in concentration here and there, and you can see a couple goals and a couple bad results can tip your confidence a little bit. And I just think, I just think they just burnt out a little bit. So you don't think they're going to hold that fourth spot or third spot then? I don't think they're going to get third now. I think they will keep fourth. I, mm. I can't see, I can't see Spurs turning it around. You know, so mm-hmm. I think. I think the top four is as it is now. It's just who's going to finish first and second. I think third and fourth are pretty much. I think it will stay that way. Okay. Sean, do you think Newcastle hold on? Um, I think it depends what happens on Sunday. If Tottenham go there and win, then I think it might be tough. Um, but if Newcastle just get a result on Sunday, I don't see how Tottenham can can get can get into the top four. They've still got Man United and Liverpool to play as well. So, yeah, Sunday's a big game. Tottenham have to win. If Tottenham go there and win, then it's kind of, it's all on. But if they don't, should be Newcastle's quite comfortably, actually. Man, big, big money on this game then. Tottenham. <laughs> Tottenham. Tottenham. <laughs> I'm going to let you cook on this one, Ryan, because I know you've got a few Tottenham friends that would love to hear your opinion on where it all is going right for Arsenal fans and where it's all going wrong for Tottenham fans. Right? Oh, it's just, it's the history of Tottenham, isn't it? Like, you've had great players say it, great managers say it. I just think it's been a long time coming. They've been celebrating finishing above us in the league but winning nothing. It's time they got back in their box and just hold that. <laughs> Literally, like, hold that. that they've, been claiming that they're a top four team and that they've broken into the big four and also are no longer a big club and all this crap. Like they've got nothing to show for it. So 
I think, yeah, get in your box, shut up, see you later. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Come on, Sean, man. You applaud it for Gary O'Neill. Let, let's hear it, bro. No, I just, as I said, you know, I, I saw it. Um, I saw the signs. And, and the proving right, obviously, they went to Tottenham. No fear. Played quite attacking. And, and deserved to win, in it? And you, said, and, you said they and dominated. Said Do you there. believe that? Not, not dominated. I don't think they dominated the game, obviously. But they they was in the game. They they played on the front foot. They had no fear, so... What was that? I think... Um... We gotta give them a bit more than that in terms of like their their style of play. Like there was a lot of purpose in obviously you said they were on the front foot positive, but when I saw the combinations they were playing, like in terms of leading towards like goal scoring opportunities or shots at goal, like it was impressive. And I no, think, was it now? I mean, I'm I'm not gonna give it to you. It's impressive, okay. and <laughs> and when you got man like Sa- Davison Sanchez getting subbed on and then subbed off, there, there's there's an issue there. You're playing a team that's in the bottom five, fighting for their life. You're on what? Let's say you're on eight, 60 to 80k a week. You don't get minutes as it is. You get subbed on, you get your opportunity and you get hooked. Like, you know, f- playing little through balls to the opposition. To be fair, it's harsh because, you know, it happens to anyone. That was kind of like inadvertently pushed onto his foot. And obviously he's played someone through. Who was it again? Solanke, right? Yeah. Um. So I'm being a bit harsh, but the, the overarching thing is Bournemouth, or anyone else that goes to the Tottenham Stadium will we'll, we'll feel really confident in getting three points because um, none of this hero stuff where they're coming back late in games nowadays, Tottenham, um, you can't be relying on Benton Core. I gave Hoiberg props the other week. He got cooked. Big props. Cooked. Please remind, remind, remind us of what you said about Hoiberg. No, I, I, I talked about a comparison with Xhaka and Hoiberg. Do you think Hoiberg oh, okay. kind of goes underneath the radar because of, you know, mm-hmm, a lot mm-hmm. of things he does? But, you know, he mm-hmm. got cooked. Against okay, okay, you. you know championship players, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. It um, was him for the last goal, right? He was, he was yeah, the one that yeah, sold him. Yeah, right. sold his soul for that last. But goal. Let's talk about the last goal, though. I mean, composure in the last dying minutes to to cut back and then whip it into the far corner. Like that is, you know, ultimate composure, personally. And I think you could you can't take that away from Bournemouth. They they played really well, and they never really said never because there was a point in the game where they had a Tottenham had a corner. I think it was like. 30 seconds to a minute left of the game but obviously the game carried on and then they go down the other end and, and nick a goal it's like it's criminal in terms of Tottenham's play and obviously the manager after said you score a goal you've got to then be ruthless and go and get two or three but let's be honest Tottenham don't have that in them they don't look like they're going to score two or three most games so in essence, do Tottenham just settle for Europa because then it's not good enough? Or is there small outside chance that they could nick fourth? Anyone? I mean, the chance is very small. As I said, they've got to go to Newcastle win and then I think they follow up with, is it Liverpool and then United? Or United mm. and Liverpool? But they've still got tough games. Um, and well, as Conte said before he left, they have, they have the defensive record of a relegation side. So, I mean, when you play five at the back and you can see all these goals every week. It's it's tough. Mm. It's tough. And to be fair, I feel sorry for Davis and Sanchez as well. Don't get me wrong. He's ass. He's absolutely, absolutely <laughs> ass. But the, the goal wasn't so. It wasn't solely his fault. They kind of made him escape, taking him right back off, like mm. right back off the pitch. Well, talk to me about um, 
Bournemouth chances of staying up. Can they do it? What right. do you mean, can, can they, they bro? I told you they would do it. <laughs> I told you they would. They put themselves in a great position. Were they on 33 points? I think they need four or five points and they should be okay. They got enough on the tank, Ryan, you reckon? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I think, I think they'll stay up. My guy. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? He thinks they'll stay up, brother. Yeah? Shout out Gary O'Neill, man. What a guy. Well, has he revolutionised what Bournemouth have done or is he just really just getting them to a level where they're hard to beat and to stay in games? What do you think, Sean? It's a bit of both. I mean, yeah, there's a bit of the hard to beat, but they have a go as well, though. Do you know what I'm saying? They have a go. Even at, when they came to Arsenal, they had a go. Um, he, he, just, he just keeps it basic. He keeps it quite simple from what I see. He just they do the basics really well. Um, yeah. They, play, they try to play on the front foot. And he's not complaining like Scott Parker was at the start of the season. He's just working with what he's got. <laughs> but more, more for Scott Parker, though, because now he's obviously struggling abroad and on all these things. So I, I thought you got sacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh, I'm just yeah. saying in general, like, since he's been at these clubs, like, he's been str- struggling in general. So, yeah, more for him. More for him. <clears throat> I'm going to now put it to the point of, is there any other games you really want to dissect? I know one I got in the back of my mind, but, you know, they're about to play shortly, but you know, it is what it is. Anyone? Oh, you want to talk about Chelsea? You want to talk about Chelsea? Hey, I, I definitely want to delve into that one, but I just wanted to open up to see if anyone else had a, a gem to talk about. So, I mean, Ryan, the floor's all yours. The guest, Ryan, not the host, Ryan. No, we can uh, we can talk Chelsea. Talk about Deserby then, because um, you know he was getting downplayed by his Italian counterpart the other week in terms of like you know Graham Potter was the man that set up Brighton, and he's just been. Someone that's just stepped into the role. Like, how good has the Zerbi been, Ryan? Yeah, very good. I like the way Brighton play a lot. Um, I think, I think, me and myself included, when Potter left, I thought, oh, like, what are Brighton going to do now? Because Potter had them playing well, and I thought it'd be mm. tough to either maintain that or improve it. And mm. I, I think they're playing better than they were under Potter now. Like, he's got them playing nice football, man. So, shout out to him. I mean, they're going to cause big problems on the weekend when they play Manchester United on the FA Cup semi-final. And, you know, they shouldn't be taken lightly at all. I, I like the fact that they can stick in games and also s- come back from behind and win games. Like They have different weapons all over the pitch. It's, it's, it's quite scary for a team that, you know, is not blessed with multiple superstars. Let's be real. Like, they have mm. big players. They have a World Cup winner, let's be honest. But they haven't got the, the Rashfords, the the Sackers, they have like plays that just work and that can't be yeah. underestimated. And I feel like anyone that plays Brighton, they know it's not going to be easy game number one and two. You may not leave there with three points. Like, I think where they've been like vulnerable is when they've played like the lower ranked teams or the teams like near them. Let's say like the Brentfords, etc. And they've, they've kind of not been able to deal with like set piece as well. Because they're not really a big, big side, are they? They've lost, obviously, a couple key players here and there where they, they might feel like, you know what, they're vulnerable on set pieces. Because I've seen a couple of games where they've played teams that are bigger than them and, you know, they've been a bit, bit more bullied on a set piece kind of vibe. But Sean, the Zerbi, Chelsea, masterclass or Chelsea just absolutely shit? A bit of both, to be fair. I thought, yeah, a bit of both. I think Brian are always good. And they're one of those teams that always have a, have a go. 
Um, Chelsea didn't help themselves. Obviously, they're low on confidence. And to be fair, they was even lucky to go one and what before being very honest. Mm. That was against the runner play as well. But yeah, Brighton, they are just what they are. They, I think they have the best scouting team in the league. They all seem to pop up with these kind of players that you don't know who the hell they are. And, and they turn to be really good, really solid players. Um, yeah, he's done, he's done a hell of a job. I think, I think they're probably better under the Zerbi than they was under Potter. I mean, they, they score more goals. Yeah, he's got them ticking. Obviously, I wasn't too familiar with his work, but obviously, from the reports you hear, that he was really good at Shakhtar. So I'm just going to raise up his thing. But this Lampard guy, oh, Jesus Christ. Apparently, uh, you know, Bowley's come out and said he doesn't, you know, regret getting in Lampard. I keep saying apparently because he might be just saying that or his camp might be just saying that, you know. Lampard, right <laughs> appointment to get back in, Ryan? Hell no, bro. I mean, <laughs> the only reason they got him in, I think, is just because he knows the club and they needed someone to send a rocket up the players' asses, but mm. clearly, clearly that hasn't worked. But I, Lampard was shit at him. And I'm like, bro, I don't understand how he still got a Premier League job and a top Premier League job. Like, he got sacked from Chelsea, went to Everton, got sacked from Everton, and he's back at Chelsea. Like, I don't understand how that happens. And I haven't seen anything from him that warrants him being in, like, a big team mm. managerial role. Like, I don't understand it at all. I just say but, he's got a wicked agent. He must have a wicked agent. Yeah. To think about Chupa Monte and all those kind of players that just nick big moves, like he must have a wicked agent. Yeah, he's, he's just he's just living off what he did as a player, bro. Because there's no way. But there's that there's that respect, isn't there? Where it's a good stopgap, where they know him, he knows the club, which is what Ryan said earlier. Um, I wouldn't say it's a yeah poor word. It's not a good stopgap. It's a stopgap that they need because he just slots right in. They don't have to you know show him where things are. This and that and the third. He's probably still local, probably still at a yard down there in London and all these things or being. Yeah, but bro, I, I live near QPR and I should I should manage them. <laughs> like what? <laughs> yeah, I know where the stadium is. I've been inside before. Like what, what does that mean? I just feel options wise, who they're looking at for a long term needs more time to get things together, such as Nagelsmann or Luis Enrique they were talking about. Um Whereas, you know, Frank just slot in and just, this is it. I know the club. I know the training ground. It's, it's, it's easy. Not saying it's a great appointment, I repeat. But again, it's just an easy slot in because they need it right now because they have Champions League coming up, which they're about to play. The going up, we're, we're about to go out of that. So they might as well just kept put away. It wasn't for the end of the season. Yeah, that's the one thing I would have obviously agreed with as well. Like, just keep a man in place that is... No, about to finish the league and then just get rid of him. They, but they haven't done that with Chelsea. They haven't done that with Tottenham. The only person that survived this kind of you know bad run is Moyes, isn't it? Out of everyone, if it for being real. And and what's his name? Um, Cooper. Even though there's a bit of noise around him leaving as well. No, but it's just I just this Lampard one has just thrown me. And I yeah I don't you know maybe they thought it was gonna get that new manager bounce, but brother, mm. I mean he's just. Yeah, he's just awful. I mean, even the lineup he picked on Saturday was just confusing. And at first, I thought he was resting players, you know, for the Champions League game, but he's not played anyone that he rested really tonight. So I'm, I'm even more confused about why he picked that team on Saturday now to play Sterling up top. 
Yeah, it's a strange one. Uh, yeah. yeah, very strange. Yeah. I think the owners, I think they just wanted to please the fans. Like the fans were starting to make a lot of noise about Potter. Mm. And they're not really, like, I think they will never turn on Lampard because of what he did as a player. You know, uh, they'll always have that respect for him. So maybe they just thought it was a, something that would cheer the fans up and stop the noise and, uh, you know, the unrest and keep them kind of happy till the end of the season. I think the whole fan base knows that this season's done. It's a write off and they're all just looking forward to next year. So mm. maybe they were just trying to soften the blow for the rest of the season, getting a yes man, shit manager, but, you know, club legend and get, get the right appointment in the summer and go again next year. I mean, do we even have but, faith in him to get the right appointment in the summer? Hopefully, no. Bowling just looks like a joke, man. I don't know what he's doing over there. But if what happens if Lampard does a madness? It's not going to happen. But if, and they somehow win the Champions League, does he have a claim to stay next season? Or do you think they should still get rid of him? That'd be the worst decision to do so. But yeah, you always have a claim to stay because you've, you've, you've shown your work. This is my portfolio. Like... What are you saying? Like, I have a right to have a conversation with you about staying. Um, mm. It would be an easy one because, of course, he he dealt with them through the transfer embargo and all that jazz. But when he did have a transfer window, he, he seemed to stuff it up. Yeah. So that would be something in the back of their mind. But, of course, it's new owners, so they might not think that. They might think, you know what? He's won the CL, blah, blah, blah. It might be a good thing. Because, as I say, Tuchel's done it when he, he came in short short and sharp uh, so did Di Matteo so there's always yeah. been this little narrative about third time lucky because you know every time you have a short term manager just that coming at the you know latter stage of the Champions League we seem to to do well but I think yeah this one is probably three too many if I'm being honest Madrid know how to negotiate ties but even yeah. if it's a, a 3-1 to Chelsea for example um, it goes extra time like not a big deal I feel like Madrid will still be able to. Messi said three goals. <laughs> That's I've, seen, I've, seen, I've seen wilder things happen, bro. When like, was the last time Chelsea scored more than two, one in a game? Oh, couldn't tell you. Probably last season or last year. <laughs> Before World Cup, maybe. Oh no, Jesus Christ! Um, I, yeah. I work with a Chelsea fan at work, and he he was telling me today that he's confident they're going to win three 0 tonight, and I was just gobsmacked. I'm like, where where are you getting this confidence from? What have you seen? This season, that's telling you you're going to win three 0 tonight against Madrid. Like Benzema's going to turn up and just ball out on your on your gaff. Like what what are you talking about? It was like, nah, we're going to win three 0 Watch super frank, and I'm like, you guys are, bro. People say we're deluded Arsenal fans. Yeah, Chelsea fans are a different breed, bro. I need you. I need you to message that friend and, and see what he thinks about the lineup. <laughs> yeah, you've got Cucurella cooking in it. But no, he's, he has he, nothing else. Oh boy, I mean, fucking on, man. This is Chelsea, bro. The one, the one with Conor Gallagher playing. Oh, this is nasty, bro. <laughs> this is nasty. Oh, man. I mean, apart from Wolves doing over Brentford 2 uh, 0 convincingly, Diego Costa looking like the old Diego Costa. Um, <laughs> any other games, lads, before we wrap this one up? Fuck, I forgot who even played. Oh, I don't uh, need to discuss City. No, 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 man. You know, man. I was gonna, I was gonna go into the City bag, but it was only Leicester. Um, Trent, Trent, back to his best, lads. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're talking about in the media. As soon as Trent puts up a, a decent game, oh, he's back to his best. 
I just I just think with the certain teams that we've got to stop talking about players back to their best against. I mean, Forest and Leeds don't count. Yeah. True. I can agree with that. I mean, uh, I could have played for Liverpool last night and looked good. <laughs> there was gaps everywhere to be Bro, sure. Bro, they're just, these teams are a mess. I mean, I don't mind Leeds because they're entertaining and they, they always give you a bunch of goals in the game. But I mean, back to back to his best after two games. Uh, I don't know about that, but... You know, this this is inverted role suit him. You know, he's playing that little dink through ball to people. Charles Darwin looking darf decent in front of goal, all these things, you know. There's a, there's a few things to dissect about that front line, you know. Mo Salah, what, 25 goals now? Not a shoddy season. Did Liverpool finish off strongly, lads, last seven games? Who knows? Because every time they seem to pick up a decent result, they seem to follow up with an absolutely terrible one. So, I mean, yeah. they're not... I mean, they're pushing for, for Europa League, but they're not going to get Champions League, so mm. maybe, but I mean, from the start of the season, it's been it's a disappointing season for them, either way. Yeah. I mean, after the 7-0 smashing of United, we were pretty much having the same conversation that we're having right now. Are they yeah. back? Are they, gonna, are they gonna have a strong end of the season? And then they just fell off again, so I, I don't know. Celebrate the gang press. That's what I say. Celebrate it. Because that's what I hate you, bro. I hate <laughs> this guy, bro. <laughs> bro. This, this club guy, bro. Again, nasty character. I saw him on the bench night every minute saying, Oh my god, because the pressing story. Who gives a shit? Who gives a fuck, honestly? <laughs> like, oh god, I just I can't, bro. Can't. I saw an interesting start earlier, though. Um, and it was who's having a better season in the Prem this season, uh, Rashford and Salah. And like without seeing the stats, I was like Rashford, obviously. But when you see the stats, yeah. Rashford's got fifteen goals, four assists, and Salah's got fifteen goals and seven assists. Yeah, it's crazy. It's in, it's interesting and because you would think this is a poor season from Salah. I thought it was, yeah. but the numbers are still making sense. Yeah, he's like slightly going under the radar, isn't it? Yeah. But I think I'd still say, is... in terms of impact for team, Rashford. Yeah, yeah. Because definitely. of what he's done to make United, you know. Elevate to the you know third spot or whatever. Um, yeah. In that short space of time from like January to like let's say April or March, should I say? Uh, he's done you know a lot in three months. Salah's kept them ticking along, but it's not had a major impact because they've still lost games or drawn games. Yeah, no, I agree. <clears throat> that's that's me to be fair. But yeah, it, the numbers. If you're looking at numbers alone, as you said, yeah, it's not a shoddy season from Salah. And I think uh, Jamie Carragher alluded to that the other day. Um, and just saying, you know, I think he's on like 25 plus in all comps, and that's still a decent season for Mo Salah. Yeah. Um, just that the defensive side can't get it together. <clears throat> it's been good, lads, but you know, time is of the essence. Studio time is done. Um, Ryan, it's good to have you on, bro. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Enjoy. Anyway, we'll have you back if we win. We'll have you back if we win. I won't, yeah. I won't make you come back if we don't win the league. But if we do. <laughs> Be ready. Just to rub it in these lots faces. Yeah, I'm coming back with chest if we win. Don't worry. Yeah, man. Great to have an insight on, you know, <laughs> another Arsenal fan, but a different perspective on, you know, um, how he feels about, how you feel, sorry, about different players, etc. So, yeah, good, man. Thank you for coming through. No worries, bro. Thank you. <clears throat> no worries. As, as we said, make sure you contact us on Twitter, FFTB3 underscore. Send those questions in. Interact with our polls, man. We've always got polls going on every day. So make sure you follow us on Twitter. We haven't moved into the other socials yet, but maybe Sean might want to do that. TikTok, etc. Man said TikTok. What the fuck are we going to do? Dots? <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, man. Some, some controversial topics uh, in terms of football. 
or some key facts. You never know. There's there's an avenue for everyone. You don't want me to get into controversial to- topics, though. Once I post the Greenwood story, we'll be cancelled. God damn. All right, people, that means we're out. The green light has gone off. It's gone to red. Uh, thank you for your time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is Fall from the Bleachers. We out. Peace. Sure. Let me tell you things about my life. Let me tell you things about my life. No checking on phones, no new uploads before I hit the roads. The liquor room.